Hi, this is In Between Stations Radio with your host, David Hartley. We had a listener send us uh, a shortwave broadcast where they picked us up last night. Right. Yeah, they sent it to us MP3. And this is recorded from their shortwave radio, so you can get a feel for real analog radio. I, I believe this person is in South Carolina. I'll have to look again. I, I, I don't remember. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe Georgia. I, I can't remember. But we thought we uh, would play this raw as it was recorded from a shortwave radio so you can get a feel for real live analog radio. How it sounds when you're driving to the desert and you've got your AM radio on and you're trying to get, you know, somewhere in the reservation or back to Flagstaff uh, or you're in the middle of the desert, which happens a lot, especially at night. Uh, you know, the sky is full of stars, uh, you're bumping down the road, uh, it's kind of loud, and, 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 your, and your radio is interfacing in and out. Uh, that's shortwave radio. Shortwave radio has a lot of stuff going on. This is a pretty laid-back uh, recording because it can get really difficult to, to hear our broadcast sometimes for listeners, especially overseas. But this gives you a good raw idea of that. And so we're, we're not going to really edit anything. We're just going to let you listen to it uh, and, and just kind of have fun with a, a little excerpt from uh, last night's uh, four-hour episode, I think. Or what? Was the night before? You know, no, this is last night's episode. And so they just they just emailed it. So uh, thank, thank you for sending that. Uh, and we're, we're going to play it. And so just, to, you know, enjoy it. Uh, put up with it and then realize this is how, how how radio is, especially shortwave radio. And and you're gonna and, and, and you kind of it's, it's interesting because you kind of learn to listen and then you just kind of forget everything and you just sort of um, tune in to 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 the words, to what's going on there. And uh, I think we're really spoiled by digital and all this amazing sound and this clarity. And I think it gets us lazy and I think it loses the fun of analog radio. Uh, Matt, maybe the only thing you want to do is, is reach down and try to tune in the radio, <laughs> which, I, which I think the listener actually does a few times. Uh, but here it is. I think this is a little over 30 minutes long. And you can get a, a feel for uh, in between stations on, on live shortwave radio. I mean, we do a lot of our brack broadcast live but the the noise isn't too bad and this one it, it kind of like it kind of shows you what it's like to to hear us out there okay thanks and and let's proceed with last part of last night's uh broadcast if you were listening on a radio then you heard the whole thing and we apologize for this being a repeat uh and maybe <laughs> maybe you're, you're you're wanting to hear a, a nice edited uh clear episode broadcast but no, you know, anyway, let's let's move forward. Have a nice night. This is David Hartley with In Between Stations Radio in Flagstaff, Arizona. And now we're going to play a recorded episode a listener recorded last night from their shortwave radio on the 80 meter band. So here we go. Enjoy it. And we'll see you soon. I and Murky are working on an amazing New Year's Eve radio show. You're really going to like it. Okay. See you. Good night.
You're listening to Late Nights on In Between Stations Radio, broadcasting from Flagstaff, Arizona, with host David Hartley. You're listening to Late Nights on In Between Stations Radio, broadcasting from Flagstaff, Arizona, with host David Hartley. Hey, welcome back. This is uh, In Between Stations Radio, David Hartley. It's 3.30 in the morning. We've been going for quite a while now. Um, I guess it's about 10.30 UTC, or Native Universal Time, Greenwich Mean Time. So we talked a little bit about uh, flying saucers again and the effect of those, especially, especially on... Uh, the wavelength that you're sort of conscious of. You know, where are you at? Uh, are you between, like right now, being awake and, and uh, asleep? And you just, and your mind just kind of wanders and that whole debate with, with material versus non-material and how, how these hardliners that are rationalists really have a tough time with, with defining what consciousness is. It's just this ongoing debate with these guys. And so, um, and that's the whole thing, is this great mystery of consciousness, of, of actually experiencing this, this life through you, through your station, through your, your broadcast. What are you picking up? And you know, that's, that's fused, that's filtered through your culture, through your, through your religion, if you have one, through your mindset and that can vary a lot and if you have disabilities uh, if you have special needs it's filtered through that if you have pain if you have sorrow if you have happiness uh, the weather outside um, where you're located are you walking through the wilderness in some desert uh, are you up in the mountain forest are you in heavy traffic there's so many filters to experience your reality through so what does that mean? I mean, what is it out there that's underneath the surface of all these filters? And I think it's this huge experience that's way beyond human beings. And I think humans have one way. This is putting aside culture. This is putting aside time period. Your zeitgeist. The human, the homo sapien, has one way of experiencing things. And then added on that is all the other things that come in with genetics, culture. But there's other animals out there. I spend, as I always say, a lot of time with wild animals, especially wild canines. Coyotes, wolves, brown bears sometimes, cougars. Uh, and in the summer when you hear the crickets, uh, it's wintertime right now. So there's a different frequency to the different life form. What do trees feel? What do plants feel? Oh, they're not conscious. I will debate with you on that fact. They are greatly conscious. Photosynthesis, um, the, the sun, the plants, they turn towards, you know, heliotropism, um, and, the, and you know, there's no batteries in there. The plant's turning towards the sun. And I think we're starting to see that there's this vast world that cannot be defined by humans only, and that's the problem with science. That's the problem, is it's a human creation. It's, it's created through the human being, through their senses. 
And I think it's I think it's bias a lot of times, and I think it can be prejudice. Okay, Murky's not here. To, <laughs> she's a, she's a, to some dance right now down in Phoenix, having a good time. But that's that's what I'm saying. Is, and and uh, I gotta have a I gotta have a drink of coffee here. <laughs> Oh, and he, uh, have you ever been in a really powerful lightning storm? I've, I've actually been caught in several just absolutely devastating thunderstorms, especially in the summer. And boy, does crazy things happen in that situation. And that's a different kind of frequency, or in a, a really powerful winter storm. And I've walked in those way out in the wilderness. You know, we have our cars or inside our houses, and these are things that people, you know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, it was pretty common to experience reality, in parenthesis, through that dynamic, through the weather. And I, and maybe even in our isolation, we experience things differently. If you meditate, I have friends that do deep meditation every morning until the incense burns to the bottom, he says. And you go into these deep layers of consciousness that we normally don't pay attention to. I think when we're asleep, the frequency, the stations turn, you know, the static comes in and goes out. Uh, we have these different effects of chances. You know, our mind, our mind, something inside of us, and Jung called this a deeper, the deeper mind, the, the unconscious, if you want to call it that. It it does things that the consciousness can't doesn't seem to be able to control. And when you're asleep, that's apparent. You're creating these landscapes, or maybe they're alternate realities. You have a different face. You have a, or you know somebody, and they look. Their, their teeth are different. Or their eyes are different. Or their color of their skin's different. You look in the mirror and you stick your tongue out, and it's covered with teeth, and you're like, wow. And all all I'm dreaming, you know, and so. It's, it's all these different frequencies, and I think it's, it's interesting, I think it's strange, and I think that there's a powerful effect out there that's way beyond our human senses. And I always talk about hallucinogenics, ayahuasca, um, yopo, anthodana pedagrina. Did I say that right? I don't know. Blow this snuff up your nose, it's been used for thousands of years. And it totally changes the frequency of your mind into this very powerful reality that you didn't realize was there. Because you're not aware of it. You're so preoccupied. You're so preoccupied. Maybe with good reason, maybe not with good reason. Or if you're in a war, try that one for changing your frequencies a little bit. With bombs dropping around you. With, with cannon fire. Howitzer fire. With with people dying, I mean, with the extreme, with your pulse going a hundred miles an hour with running, you're just freaked out. That's another thing. Fear or or survival. Um, there's just so many ways to experience this reality. And I have a hard time with hardcore rationals who are often very stuck in their own culture, very stuck in their own point of view. And, you know, there's only, we only have materialism, hardcore materialism, determinant, determinism. It's just, I, I think humans is, is just a narrow part of it. There's so much we're continually rediscovering or discovering about ourselves and about understanding what's out there. And, uh, oh, we're going to go to a song now.
bring in some uh, different sounds, stuff that we uh, were picking up on other shortwave frequencies as we broadcast. And I found a very interesting uh, frequency that's playing some awesome music. Uh, and I'm just I'm I'm just pulling it raw from from the internet in the 80 meter band. Uh, just looking for my journal here because I'm doing so many things at one time here. Uh, let's see here. What's my logbook? Yeah, 3470.03 kilohertz in the 80 meter band. Uh, it, an amazing station, and I'm just gonna I'm playing some of the selections of music off that station as, as we talk and um, as we move through the night corridor here. Boy, the stars are just amazing. Uh, um, Orion's getting ready to set, and Sirius chasing behind Orion the Hunter. It was an amazing constellation. Talked about Betelgeuse the other night, the red star that sets in in Sirius, and uh, Sirius is this amazing constellation. Uh, they're saying now uh, one of the traditions of ancient Midwestern America, where there was a lot of mound building going on, um, it seems to be that this hand with an eye in the middle of it, you know, almost like the eye of Fatima, um, the eye of Horus in ancient Egypt, but there seems to be an orientation to to Orion, to uh, its position in the sky, especially in the winter. And this particular hand with an eye in the middle is often found, well, I shouldn't say often, but found occasionally in these uh, mound builders' um, art artifacts. Uh, and it seems to orient around the constellation of Orion. Boy, talk about amazing cities a thousand years ago in the Americas. Absolutely a mind bore, completely covered landscape with these incredible mounds in the Midwest. We have a lot of amazing things going on here in the Southwest. Uh, Teotihuacan in Mexico, which is this great red city uh, of, the, of the serpent, the feathered serpent. Um, Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl, I don't know how you say that. Um, the Americas is covered with profound stuff. You know, I've, I've said this before, when Cortez came in the early part of the 1500s, he could not comprehend Tenochtitlan. It was a lit city in the middle of this huge lake was this amazing city of lights that Cortez seen. Probably the most advanced city in the world at that time. And it's just things like that are going on. We don't have what we don't know a lot about. And, uh, so yeah, I, okay, let's go to another song here and let's move into this song. And, uh, we're moving through the nighttime here with In Between Stations Radio. Thank <laughs> you. 
desert. Six night. My soul leads me into the desert, into the desert of my own self. I do not think my soul is a desert, a barren, hot desert, dusty and without drink. The journey leads through hot sand, slowly waiting without a visible goal to hope for. How eerie is this wasteland? It seems to me that the way leads so far away from anything, from mankind. I take my way step by step and do not know how long my journey will last. Not the best reading. <laughs> That's by Carl Jung from his now famous Red Book. Uh, the Red Book, if you don't know what that is, is a mind blower. Uh, he, he converted it into um, illuminated manuscript like in the Middle Ages. It was a book that was kept secret until years after Jung died, uh, full of amazing art and these dialogues and these dreams that he has. This is associated with what's called the Black Books. The Black Books, I think, originally were raw material from dreams, uh, from actual life experiences, from visions, and then from the Black Books he took uh, that and made that into what now is a legendary red book full of these amazing art. It's a huge book and it's fine. It got printed I think in 2009 when the public finally had access to this. It, it's virtually scriptures uh, and it's this, uh, it's talking with these inner voices, talking with these what he calls the archetypes. This is where he forms his ideas of the unconscious. And this is a, you know, this is a personal insight. This is something that was uh, pretty sacred to him. He didn't really share it with anyone. Um, let's let's uh, let's let's go to another song. Okay. What? All right. Welcome back. Um, that was. Another one of our music pieces, uh, taken off the internet on the eighty meter band in a frequency that's a little bit further down than our frequency at thirty-seven, thirty-one. We're at right now, so we're just taking that stuff live and letting you hear it, and, uh, and then coming coming back. Can, let's talk a minute for a minute about dreams. Um, some people say they don't dream, and I think. Often what that means is you just don't remember your dreams. Now, if you're a vivid pot smoker, it's, there's a lot of evidence that REM activity, dream sleep, is, is suppressed greatly. And it causes a lot of psychological problems if it's long term. And this is, this is not just me talking. You can look this stuff up. It seems to suppress not only dream memory, but uh, the deep REM sleep itself, which be very problematic because if we don't dream we can get unhealthy and we start to become psychotic and it can kill you actually uh, there's there's been uh, there's a lot of evidence of that so putting that aside have you ever, think of what what's maybe one of the most profound dreams you've had maybe a series of them and wh why was it profound why was it interesting did you write it down? Did another one come after that dream? Did the 
dream change your life, or did you just think it was wacky and you forgot about it? You know, with ancients, the dream world was actually more real than this one. And that's often the reference I give on, on, on the hallucinogenic realms, the plant medicines of ayahuasca and yoko. This is a place where profound things happen. Where it's not just a dream, but it's, it's, it's in my mind, it's, it's a touchable reality. And it's full of all of these interdimensional realities, all of these different worlds. This is a term a lot of the indigenous Native Americans use, is the other world. They've been aware of these for thousands of years. And we coexist with these other worlds, but they're also referred to as being in the past and in the future. These are not only uh, baselines for reality itself, but they're, they're doorways into other ways of communicating, into beings that look nothing like we do, that may be far superior in intelligence or less intelligent. Portals, pathways. So, yeah, uh, have another drink of coffee. I don't know, this is, this is one of those mornings it's hard for me to stay away. Um, yeah, we're just kind of moving through the frequencies. Um, our New Year's Eve show is coming up soon. I hope you're going to listen to that. Murky and some special guests will be on that. Uh, um, we hope you um, we hope you'll enjoy that. Um, um, let's mm, let's see here. Let's go to a um, let's go to another song. Uh, 
So, uh, what are you doing right now? Are you, are you, you're probably asleep. A lot of our uh, listeners, they get emails from them, they like to sleep uh, listening to my voice. As long as the music's not too weird. <laughs> That's cool. In fact, I like that. If I, if I help you feel comfortable, you can relax and dare to, to fill the space if you're lonely. Or if you're not lonely, I'm just there, you know, to keep you company, to be your friend. I often say that, uh, and, and Murphy does too. Uh, Murphy's, a, she's a part of that whole process as well. And so we like to, we like you to be able. To, if, if you're not feeling too good about things, hey, switch on your radio. If you don't have a shortwave radio, you can pick us up. And, you know, join us in our podcast. We've got a, it's, you know, it's a lot of work getting an audience. Getting people to listen to. There's a lot of podcasts and thousands of them. There's a lot of radio stations. So getting someone interested in your station and your formats is, is a challenge. And um, it's, it's getting it's getting better. We're getting a, a lot more listeners now. We're getting a response in our email. Our email is in between stations radio at gmail.com. So you can email us there and we'll try to answer your questions. <laughs> Some people may complain that we don't answer for a long time. Hey, there's only two of us, and sometimes mostly just one me. So, um, yeah. Do you do you take do you take medication to to go to sleep? What do you do? You have a hard time going to sleep. Is there noise outside? Does that keep you awake? Are you are you wired from all the caffeine you've been drinking, or from being upset, or having some high pressure project at your at your work? Um, it's pretty hard to get good sleep content. And I've had to work at that too over the years. Uh, it was especially a trip in the army when you're a medic out, out in the field, which is, you know, away from, uh, you're in the, in the mountains, you're in the desert, uh, and you're taking care of soldiers 
a cocoon or sometimes much larger than that. And you're always, and you could be up at all hours of the night because people have flus, they get sick, break a leg, uh, go into shock from, from various things. You know, it's basically like a paramedic, except you're following on foot a lot of times. And sometimes you drive an ambulance, um, a Humvee ambulance. Um, different than I've been in a war, and you know, I talk about that a lot. It's different than a war situation. When I you know, got back home, um, but you're you're out of the field, you're following, you know, I was at an NCO school that people from all over the United States came to be trained as NCO, uh, non-commissioned officers versus officers. And so I was one of the chief medics at the uh, medical center there. And I was, and I'd be out in the field, and sometimes we do 18, 19 hour days every day for three weeks in a row, and then we get a week off, uh, which you needed two or three days just to catch up on your sleep. And then I worked in a hospital, a lot of times graveyard shift, that's strange. There's a lot of bizarre things that go on in hospitals, especially at night. And especially when you have incoming traumas, or you have people dying, or you're taking them into the, NC, uh, into the ICU. Hospitals are strange. And they're also places that's, uh, where you don't get a lot of sleep content. I've worked in emergency rooms where doctors have been up three and four days. I don't know if that's still the place we can do that legally. Uh, but yeah, these doctors stay up all, all night long and they go through all these shifts and they have nurses that do this too and, and it's, it's strange. It's strange when you don't have a lot of sleep and you're working in these very high pressured environments or maybe nothing's going on at all. And you know, you walk around half conscious <laughs> in, these, in these hospitals, kind of the same way when you're a medic in the military. But, yeah, dreaming uh, in the middle of all that is, is an amazing thing. Uh, if, and if you don't dream, if you haven't had the effect of dreams, or you don't remember, or you've never had a big dream in your life, um, you just you kind of think it's nonsense. All right, let's go to the, let's go to an ad. We have this ad up on our site. Uh, this is Murky. Uh, she's going to talk about our, our New Year's Eve show coming up. And I think that's going to be a fun one. Hi. This is Merky Ann Bell with In Between Stations Radio. I'm not sure how your holidays are going so far. Mine have been marginal at best, especially concerning family and friends. But I have In Between Stations Radio to help pull me through. And I was thinking you should join I and David for a wacky and fun-filled New Year's Eve. As we bid 2023 farewell and help you cry in your beer bubbles. Or maybe you have a hot date with your significant other. Whatever the case, please join us New Year's night as we party around the world on the shortwave radio. Until then I love you and ask you to try and survive all the kisses. And yeah, all the heartache too. And by the way I have a new Instagram site now. So check it out. And hey, I'll see you soon. Until then, goodbye. Hi, welcome back to In Between Stations Radio. It's getting early in the morning or late at night. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty spaced out here. I think I want to go to bed, but I still have another hour left. 
Deja vu. Everybody's got this explanation for deja vu, especially scientists. I think deja vu is something to do with alternate realities, the multi-world theory. And so there's a cross-interface there between different types of reality, you know, depending on choices made, depending on types of worlds, or all these alternate yous and going in different concurrent time directions and all kinds of strange ha things happen. And so I think precognition, pre I don't see how we couldn't have that sometimes because of all of these different types of realities that you're involved in in one form or another, running past each other in different directions sometimes in the way that time flows. And yeah, deja vu. I mean, have you ever had that before? I get it real strong sometimes. In fact, it, 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 it turns into pre, precognition, uh, where things, and I wrote this in my journal, things have actually happened. It jumps ahead into the future. So I think deja vu is an interesting little, interesting little thing. And so I, I just think we get too sure about our reality, the 9 to 5 reality. So I, I don't know. And I hope there's a lot more cookies involved. Um, I don't know. Better chances? You know, should you rob the bank? Or should you? Have you ever seen the movie Run, Lolo, Run? Where, where that, that's a really cool look into alternate realities. Uh, and I, I love, um, I love that movie. I watched it several times. Anyway, yeah. So, um, mm, I don't know. It's, I don't know, I keep thinking about this deja vu thing. Have you ever read uh, uh, Jung's, uh, his last book that he wrote, um, kind of looks into his life and stuff, dreams, memories, and reflections, or something like that. The last chapter uh, is on death, and he talks about what what is death, and what, what kind of uh, evidence do we have. And even it turns out being a lot of that is materialism versus non-materialism, and us being so sure that um, this is the way it is. I don't know who's trying to convince who, but I think we all have this feeling that so much more beyond what we're being told or what we've been taught. There's something deeper, a deeper mind in us that makes, you know, makes things look... Looks like you're the one not paying attention now, stupid. I, I gotta fix a couple of things here. Let's go to a let's go to a song, and I'll be back for the last hour of In Between Stations Radio. 